2: Happy Monday. Happy Veterans Day out there. Glad to have you all here with me tonight on the Andrea Kay Show. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter and on Facebook and I hope that you guys really had a fantastic day if you didn't have to work and if you did have to work hopefully it was still a fantastic day and you know what it's always fantastic. Every night I get to come in here and do this show with you all out there, and then especially with this guy. He's not a veteran, but that's okay. He's a veteran of having to do my show, and for that, he deserves an award.
1: It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, true believers. Excelsior.
3: Had to give a salute to Stan Lee, who passed away today. So rest in peace, Stan Lee, the uh, creator of Spider-Man, co-creator of Spider-Man and so many other characters that millions of people love and inspire a lot of people to be heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but and a special shout out to our troops, people who have served, are currently serving, and one of my favorite veterans, my pops, James, thank you for serving.
2: Well, thank you, uh, Papa Carrot Sticks. I did not know he was a veteran.
3: Yes, he was in Vietnam.
2: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, we don't do enough to say thank you to our Vietnam vets because they actually suffered a lot when they came back uh, from people like John Kerry and others who spit on them and... and, and and degraded them when they were carrying out the mission of the United States government. One you know, when they're called up, they go wherever they are told to go, they follow their orders in the chain of command and they do it blindly and they risk their lives on behalf of this country and they deserve the greatest respect that we that we can give them. And that brings me to and actually an idea that DJ Carrot Sticks had on this Veterans Day. I'm gonna make sure that we've got time in the show tonight. Uh, to take your calls. If you want to call in and just give a thank you, anything you want to say to the troops, if you are a veteran, if you've served, or you know somebody who has served, who is serving, and just if you, if you want to chime in at all on Veterans Day, we would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Uh, before I talk about the thievery that's going on, thievery down in Florida, we got thievery going on at the border here in San Diego. I got to start by talking about some thievery going on this weekend, on Veterans Day weekend, when that little macron, Decide to spit on the United States president in a a, a armistice. I think it was. At, I think his his speech came at a time in which they were supposed to be there commemorating the 100th anniversary of War, World War One. And Macron decides that he's going to start lecturing the United States of America on nationalism versus patriotism. Are you kidding me? Don't don't be trying to steal pride and patriotism from us because the United States of America invented that okay in France Veterans Day weekend he's going to come out with that are you kidding me do we need to remind you macron what patriotism is all about he's lecturing about about us versus what we do for other people the, the definitions of nationalism versus patriotism does he need to be reminded how many americans and allied forces it wasn't the the french that came up on the beaches of normandy Who saved the French and the world from Germany? It was the United States of America. How many lives did we lose on that beach? And I say we. I wasn't there. The greatest generation give up their lives and he's going to lecture us? President Trump should have just gone and just given little Pepe Le Pew a a little... one of the, I'm not a big cartoon person. You know, I de- when I heard Stan Lee died today, I was like, was that the guy who did the kung fu movies? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I thought that's Bruce Lee. I don't know who that was. But there was the cartoon. What was, oh, it might have been a Bugs Bunny. Pepe Le Pew. Well, Pepe Le Pew was a different character, but there was a Bugs Bunny cartoon to where they, they have a duel where they want, maybe it was Bugs Bunny slaps uh, the, another dude across the face with a white glove. That's what it, what President Trump should have done to Macron when he dared to lecture the United States of America in addition to saving the world from nazism we are the country that has saved the world from from communism that is not president trump is not about nationalism in the sense of nazi germany that was beyond despicable and disgusting and shame on any american media outlet right now that is carrying that banner against the the president of the united states and us because when he when he said that against the president of the united states he was talking about me and many other military veterans who voted for president trump shame on him speaking of voting you know, all this shenanigans going on in Florida right now and all around the rest, rest of the country. But a uh, spotlight on Florida. I was I was flashing back today to 2000 because it's the same Democrat Party yammering today about how we need to count every vote, including the votes of illegals. It's the same Democrat Party that in, in 2000 tried to deny, tried to keep military absentee ballots from being voted, being counted. Al Gore sent a a team of attorneys, probably the same shysters that are in Florida right now. He sent a team of attorneys down there to try to use the to try to look at the postmark of the military absentee ballots as a way to try to keep them from being counted. Yeah, that's the Democrat Party. Let's talk about that. Uh, uh, I saw um, my girl, Dr. Gina Loudon, uh, who who lives down in Florida now. She relocated down there. Uh, like many people have done because of what the left has done to California. And I saw an interview with her. I didn't get a chance to reach out to her to have her on tonight to explain. But I guess this, this Snipes woman, the woman who's been left to be in charge uh, of the election system down there, in spite of the fact that a judge ruled that she had destroyed 16,000 ballots in a previous election. And at the time, Governor Spott, Scott, people are asking right now, how is this woman still in her job? Particularly since, according to Dr. G, there's a nickname for her in Florida, Sneaky Snipes. How is Sneaky Snipes still in her job? Jeb, right now, I guess, is calling for, you know, her to be removed. Well, you know, Jeb appointed her. Um, I don't know that Jeb has any particular power here. uh, But people are asking that. You know what? How ironic. See, the Republican Party has done nothing as the left has done everything that they could do all across this country to, to steal elections. Whether it's the sneaky Snipes woman down in Florida, Governor Scott said at the time, after that ruling in which the judge found that she destroyed 16,000 ballots uh, to help Wasserman Schultz, uh, Scott said at the time, uh, during the upcoming election, the Department of State will send a Florida elections expert from the Division of Elections to supervise Snipes' office to ensure that all laws are followed so the citizens of Broward County can have the efficient, properly run election they deserve, Scott said at the time. Okay, so he. where were you? Why didn't that happen? Now, uh, histo- historians will say that there's never been a recount that overturned the type of uh, margin of votes going on right now, but this isn't about recounting votes. This is about them, as Gina's husband John Loudon tweeted out, seeing and as as Matt Gates observed as well when uh, and he was thrown out, and, and as well as John Loudon was threatened to be thrown out, apparently according to Twitter, as they've seen. Uh, trucks pull up to the back of these election supervisor areas with boxes being brought in and out and without proper observance. So this isn't a recount issue. This is about we, and, and tonight we find out supposedly that Cinema one in Arizona, McSally has uh, conceded. So I'm not concerned about recounts. This, we're not in recount territory anymore. We're in the territory of where this woman, Sneaky Snipes, intentionally combined together illegal ballots with legal ballots. Well, what a clever ploy. This is about attorneys down there arguing that illegals should be allowed to vote. But you know what? The Republican Party has allowed. There's been so many different ways in which the left has been stealing elections. Not not just all this Florida kind of stuff, um, defying election rules, but what about all the other ways? Let's talk about the media. Let's talk about a media that colluded with the Hillary Clinton campaign to the point to where they were giving her questions to to debates? Or how about the Republican Party allowing the left-leaning media to control the debates' talking points? How about, remember Candy Crowley planting evidence at the crime scene, basically in a debate, jumping in to help prop up a lie by President Obama? Or how about the unions? You want to talk about election rigging. How about the unions, which is nothing but money laundering for Democrats while they hold the head of the union members, take money from them to give to the Democrat Party candidates? That's not election rigging? Or how about the FBI and the DOJ? Interfering with an election, with illegal spying, and then setting up an insurance policy. Right now, the Democrats are going, I think they said they've got like 85 subpoenas. They're ready to go after President Trump on the basis of that illegal investigation. That's not election interference? How about uh, taking over the education system? Propaganda. How about big tech shutting down conservative voices? Every bit of that is an attempt to interfere with our elections. Every bit of it. How about, here's where both parties are also complicit. How about the fact that both parties have set it up, some people have been saying it's time for us to have a third conservative party. Well, we've got both parties that have set the rules up in such a way that it makes it almost impossible for a third party to actually make a real run lot of different ways in which both parties have let us down. There's more uh, stories coming out. The left, the same Democrats that have been telling us that there's no voter fraud going on in this country, there's no need for voter ID, are right now in Florida trying to have illegals voting in this election. And there's differing reports between how many thousands and thousands and thousands of illegals are registered to vote. We're going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to shift gears because the other main story that's going on out here is we've had devastating wildfires in California, and of course, that's been politicized. Um, Jen Kearns is going to be here. She's got a report coming out uh, with an article on the Daily Caller talking about the real reason and the real cause of these fires out here. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Keisha coming up.
0: FM 96.1, North Cali. AM 1170, San Diego. The answer. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorkov. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's enemies with no apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explain the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight... We take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat.
1: Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
4: Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
6: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988.
1: History will look back at President Trump as the president who defined leadership. He's already passed the first major tax reform in 30 years, and unemployment's at an 18-year low. Jobless claims are the lowest since 1973, while the Dow celebrates its highest levels ever. Now, to celebrate these milestone achievements of our 45th president, Noble Gold has minted an exclusive collector's piece, the 2020 President Trump Freedom Coin. One side depicts an image of Donald J. Trump, while the other side lists all his major achievements. This commemorative one ounce coin is the only presidential Trump coin made of 99.9% silver, not silver plating, and is IRA approved. As the price of silver rises, so will the value of these coins. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com and use code Larry or text Larry to 511 511. And when you buy three or more, receive free shipping. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com for the Silver 2020 President Trump Freedom Coin, available for a limited time only. Go to TrumpCoin2020.com today. Standard text rates may apply.
0: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
1: You're
4: listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Before the show, I was talking about the Florida elections and all the different ways, though, in which the left has been stealing uh, elections uh, for a while now. You know, same people telling us, saying no such thing as voter fraud. Well, it's been nothing but fraud all day, every day, everywhere. Um, but we got to move on because there's other, of course, we still have red uh, uh, red flag alerts here in California. The entire state is under, I think it's called a red flag alert because we've got CNN conditions, very low humidity, high heat, high winds. Uh, I, the, uh, the campfire may be mostly contained at this point, but not without having completely destroyed the town of Paradise. 29 people at least dead there. I don't know how, over 6,000 homes uh, down the Woolsey Fire, I think is twenty something percent contained. A lot of loss of of, of homes there, and it's still twenty percent contained. Isn't much, and uh, we've even had some other smaller fires erupted. So, of course, you know everything being politicized, the left is coming out already saying that it's about climate change. We we science deniers are to blame for it. Well, hold up a, a second here, because my girl Jen Kearns is here to share the real deal as to what has really caused these fires out here. Hi, Jen. Welcome back to the show.
7: Hey, thanks so much, Andrea. Good to be with you.
2: You too. Uh, congratulations, by the way, because you are now a contributor, and uh, not just at The Hill, but also at The Daily Caller now?
7: Yes, indeed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Conservatives in the mix, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm just excited by that because, you know, it's just uh, control the message and you control minds. And so I'm always excited anytime a really good conservative voice like yours gets, gets more exposure and gets heard. So what's the real deal? Because, you know, the... Um, uh, PG&E is being questioned right now as the cause of the fires. Um, uh, they supposedly kicked a guy out at a conference, at, at a meeting. President The fire people said that President Trump was wrong to say uh, that some stuff that was going on with environmentalists isn't, isn't really at play here. What have you found out in terms of what's causing the fires here?
7: Well, you know, as you mentioned at the top there, you know, at least 31 people have died. More than 200 are still unaccounted for. So the death toll could rise even higher. And nearly a quarter million people were forced to flee for their lives over the weekend in California. And I'm just up the road from you here this weekend uh, and this week up in Bakersfield. So I'm sort of in between the the two fire areas. And, boy, uh, it's amazing to me the hypocrisy of the Democrats each and every time Uh, they they say they care about the environment. But if you look out of your well, it's dark now. But if you look out of your vehicle or your office right now, uh, if if it weren't for daylight savings time, you could see a red sky. And boy, Mm. you have to really think about the effects of this mismanagement. So here's the interesting thing. As we know, Democrats love this deflection. So everyone's up in arms over what President Trump said over the weekend, uh, that the state leaders had been mismanaging Uh, The forest situation in California, but it was actually Jerry Brown who jumped out first and said uh, that it was the climate deniers Mm. who had caused these fires. I mean, what a terrible, terrible thing to say as governor of the state. You're basically, you know, calling out half of your population who, who doesn't believe in climate change or doesn't believe that climate change could be capable of such a thing. And I don't believe that that it is. Uh, but but really the deflection here is they're pointing the finger and you know what they say when you're pointing a finger at somebody, there's always four pointing mm-hmm. back to you. So everyone in California knows it was Jerry Brown who who kicked off the drought. It was a politician created drought. Uh, they, they blocked off millions of gallons of water to Southern California from Northern California to save a four inch minnow, uh, which, by the way, the, the liberal L.A. Times did a great piece on this uh, a week or two ago It kind of got lost in the election shuffle. Uh, But they said after all of this, after all the pain it's caused, all Californians, the farming communities, people having a water ration, the the Delta smelt was not even saved. So we went through all of that for a four-inch fish. Uh, courtesy of Jerry Brown. We went through all that. So I do believe- You know what, I got to stop.
2: We need to pause and let that sink in for people. They destroyed farms, livelihood, jobs, put people through panic and anxiety, redirecting water that ended up out in the ocean that could have been used for a variety of different, uh, enormous benefit uh, on behalf of a little fish that ended up dying anyway.
7: They created a crisis
2: on behalf of a fish while human beings suffered, and they didn't even save it.
7: Yes. I mean, talk about foolishness. That is the height of hypocrisy and foolishness. And you look at, you know, the 31 people who died over the weekend. Did they deserve to die? I guarantee you that the drought in some form or fashion caused that, whether it was dry brush around these people's homes, dry brush in parks and in forests and in other public areas, I guarantee you it had a contributing factor. It. And actually, if you look back uh, over 30 years of radical environmental policies uh, in which uh, the 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 proper trimming of forests and mm-hmm. brush, people think of a forest as an actual forest like the Cleveland National Forest outside mm-hmm. of San Diego. No, that's not the case. They, they they maintain parks. They maintain brush. City codes have been affected for 30 years over this wacko environmentalism that, that now a city code prohibits you, Andrea, from, from clearing brush from your house because you might trip and break your neck and then you'll sue the city. Mm-hmm. So you can't clear a brush from your house anymore. I mean, the ridiculousness of all this environmental policy and what ends up happening, all of these trees end up burning down. I mean, that is the height of the foolishness. It's the same thing that happened to the fish up north. Look at Malibu. All those trees have been destroyed, beautiful lands that could have been preserved and protected, uh, just just foolish. And there was an interesting study, a Reason Foundation study. This is libertarian. This isn't even conservative. Uh, libertarian study found that the massive reforms uh, were needed to stop deadly fires, but that the Democrats had been behind 30 years of environmental policies, that contributed to these, and it all started with guess who? Bill Clinton. It's mm. so interesting; you can trace so much back to back to the Clintons, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was Bill Clinton uh, around uh, 1990. This is right before Bill Clinton got into office. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service listed the spotted owl as a threatened species under the Endangered Species Act. Well, this set off alarm bells as soon as Bill Clinton got into office. He he declared it an endangered species. And he restricted access to the Forest Association Mm -hmm. and brush and public parks all around. And the Reason Foundation reported that as a result, during Clinton's reign from 1992 to the year 2000, removal of timber declined drastically. And in the years 2000 to 2013, thanks to Clinton's rule, there was an 80 percent decline in proper forestry removal to prevent these exact type of deadly fires so the
2: democrats do have blood on their hands well they do Uh, you know make no mistake about it people they care more about little fish they care more about birds than they do about human beings we actually i know of somebody who bought a piece of land and spent a couple million dollars for it right by rancho santa fe and and the city they've never been able to build on it they let them buy it they let them pay for permitting and let them pay for an architect to design a home, but then they wouldn't let them build because of a, a, a little sparrow, I, I can't remember the name of the bird, that might have been in that area. So, you know, yeah. I mean, they have complete, this isn't about protecting lives. This is about control. Let's remind everybody that cafe standards and automobiles have resulted in us flying down highways little and plastic, little plastic cars that have, and the cafe standards <laughs> has resulted in far more deaths uh, than they've never been able to trace that to saving lives. Let's talk about uh, the, uh, I, I don't know if where you grew up, they had spraying for mosquitoes, the trucks that would go around, they got rid of DDT. Yes. Now we got people dying from malaria
7: all over the world.
2: These environmentalists are costing lives.
7: <laughs> What's that? Right. And and West Nile virus, you're, right. you're absolutely right. And, and here's the interesting thing. You know, the irony that we hear all the time is that, oh, it's Republicans who don't believe in science. But if you look at the numbers on, on the Forestry Service, and anybody can look it up. Just look up the Reason Foundation study on, on the U.S. Forest Service and Bill Clinton's rule. Uh, boy, the science is there. You, you can see it as clear as day, the percentages and the, the actions that led to these deadly fires that are killing people. They are literally, policies are literally killing people. Mm-hmm. And they really do have blood on their hands. And the fact that they won't take a look at the science. Yeah. After they've accused Republicans for so long of not believing in science, it is just astonishing. To me. It is.
2: Well, particularly since, OK, so they're going to trust this this Jerry Brown guy getting, going back to the Delta smelt. So the same people that got that wrong, now we're going to trust them in terms of what should be happening with our forest and, and which, happening with climate change. It's astounding to me that anybody votes Democrat because it defies reason and common sense and accountability. And people right now are, are – are, I heard a local host here complaining that President Trump needs to come out here – and give comfort to people and somebody and he had a caller and somebody was like why should he come out and give comfort comfort to the people that spit in his face that's that's you know um in terms of jerry brown and giving comfort to local officials you know um people need to wake up
7: and look at the fires north of sacramento even during the campaign gavin newsom didn't even go up there five people died north of sacramento Mm -hmm. and and zero attention from the political elite class in Sacramento. It's just disgraceful. And these are their direct constituents. Um, It's just a very sad thing to see. And Gavin Newsom, by the way, no better than Jerry Brown, probably actually even worse. He doubled down on the uh, climate change uh, conspiracy theory, said, oh, this is ridiculous, has nothing to do with forestation. It has everything to do with climate change. And, you know, look, uh, some of us believe in some measure of climate change, there might be a temperature up or down but it does not cause this kind of devastation you you saw the pictures and the videos over the weekend from malibu that right. was a fire storm right and hey i have to tell you i was a spokesperson for the wildfires in san diego down there in 2007 everybody remembers those in the fallbrook area and, and so forth mm-hmm. rancho bernardo those were serious serious things so uh, you know this is a passion to me and not something i speak lightly of but we're right Democrats well- policies they really are killing people. Well, yeah,
2: and on top of it, just I, I can remember back in the '90s. I hadn't. I don't remember what year it was. I think it was the mid '90s. I had family out here, and we were up in LA, and we We she wanted my sister wanted to go up to Malibu, and we ended up driving around. Uh, and uh, most of Malibu, much of Malibu had burned at that point from fires. Well, that was 20 something yeah. years ago. So, uh, you know, yeah. and it's not so nobody was blaming climate change back then. So, I mean, this is just I mean, that's nonsense. I've got one minute left. Your thoughts on uh, the election rigging that's going on in Florida.
7: Oh, boy. You know, look, th- this just proves what all of us have seen on the ground on working campaigns over the years over the last 15 years or so. Democrats are the biggest sore losers in the bunch. And this, this showing up of the ballots until they have enough for them to win is the most disgraceful thing I've ever seen in American politics. And that is saying a lot.
2: Yeah, it is. Well, I'm I'm hoping that Thursday at 3 is supposed to be the deadline. It's a shock to me that uh, Governor Scott allowed her to stay in her position because he knew what had happened back when she had destroyed 16,000 ballots previously. Uh, she has since uh, defied a court order and has been allowed to remain in her position, and it's it's really shocking. So Thursday, I guess, at 3 is supposed to be the deadline. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah. we, we might have enough boots on the ground right now to stop them from actually stealing it. But what we need to do as a Republican Party is we need to we we need to. I don't think the solution is handing our elections over to a centralized power. That's never the solution, and I and I don't like hearing seeing conservatives thinking that we need to give the federal government power over all of our elections. Uh, we we right. never we never want another <laughs> Obama or a Nancy Pelosi in charge of our uh, uh, elections nationally. Um, but clearly, we need to be getting a grip at, at a state level and a local level and get better as a R- Republican Party because there's just too many instances in where it's been happening, and the Republican Party just really hasn't been on top of it. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Yeah, I would
7: agree with that. And, and look, the Democrats are even more to blame every time there's been some suggestion that we ought to have an electronic vote counting system or something like that. They refuse it. And you know why, Andrea? If it's counted electronically and you have to show voter ID, then then they can't cheat as right. easily. And that's why they don't like it. So it, election issues are boring. They always happen in the off year. So does redistricting but people need to start showing up on off election years yes. and help these measures get passed. That that'll help solve the problem. Too. Absolutely.
2: Jen Kearns, thank you so much for being here. Thanks. All right, then. All right. Now stay tuned because we got more Andrea K show coming up 888-344-1170. If you want to call in, say a thank you, give a shout out to veterans on this veterans day. We're paying tribute to our veterans tonight and we've got more stories coming up. Guess who showed up at the border today in San Diego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned.
4: On a typical
2: autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. Add to that, a soldier carries 60 pounds of gear, and each step has its dangers. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They are no longer receiving care packs and reminders of a home, because many people believe our troops have already all come home. We need your help. Your commitment. We need you to stand with our troops and make a generous contribution to send care packs for Thanksgiving. Please join Move America Forward to send care packs full of premium coffee, jerky, cookies, personal care items, and more. Call 8557 Troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com. It means so much to a soldier when they receive your care pack. Your gift. Of five hundred dollars, sends twenty care packs. Two hundred and fifty cents, ten. One hundred dollars, sends four. Call eight five five seven troops. That's eight five five seven eight seven sixty six seventy seven.
4: because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 2020 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. FM 96.1 AM
0: 1170. The answer.
4: AK Dynamite and address just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's show. 888-344-1170 if you want to call in on this Veterans Day. Veterans Day was technically yesterday, but Everybody pretty much is continuing to pay tribute, as we should. And if you want to call in and give a shout-out to the veterans, because we don't thank them often enough, and we really need to be giving them a thank you every day, because we owe them everything. You know, at the top of the show, I was talking about that little Macron trying to shame President Trump for nationalism, which is basically taking pride in your country and putting your nation's country first. Because you know what? If we don't take care of us first, little Macron economically and from a national security. You need us, Macron. You need us to stay on top of our game, okay, and be on top as a superpower because if we no longer are that, then we're not going to be able to do things like we did for y'all and save you and save the rest of the world, okay? Um, but if you want to call in and uh, give a tribute to the veterans, please do so, 888-344-1170. Um, there was a time we – and and we have been a, a welcoming country – Uh, For, you know, since since our inception, there was a time in which we put a halt on bringing more immigrants in as we wanted. The goal was to have uh, the immigrants who have already arrived here. The goal was to have them assimilate into our culture, because while we are a diverse uh, group of people in terms of coming from uh, you know our history, we you know, most of us, except for the Native Americans, came from someplace else. We have an American culture. And it needs to be preserved. People need to come here and speak the language. It wasn't that long ago before Obama was saying you got to come here legally and you got to you got to speak English, and you know da da da. So we got the migrant caravan coming, supposedly about four thousand of them. The the latest report from DHS was that uh, while they were down in Mexico City at a park somewhere, I guess uh, they went around and it's primarily men, and at least ninety something percent of them had no business to be seeking asylum. And even if they did, they're already in Mexico. You're supposed to seek asylum at the first you know state at the first country you get to. You're not supposed to go. Gee, I'm going to pick and choose. I'm going to go across five countries till I get to where I want to go to. No, it don't work that way. So, you know, President Trump, it got very little news on Friday. President Trump and uh, on his way out, actually, one of the good things Jeff Sessions did was he changed the laws in terms of seeking asylum. So we got these thousands here coming uh, towards us and an invasion called the caravan. Well, somebody opened up their checkbook and actually put, let's see, I think it's 76 LBGT members of the, quote, caravan, put them on a bus. And brought them to our border here in San Diego. Brought him to TJ. Now, um, the interesting thing is, we don't know. It's it's supposedly uh, an anonymous group that paid for them to take the bus to the border. We know it's got to be a liberal group. Uh, they said, this is the new asylum card, by the way, if you haven't figured it out already. Because they're saying that the reason why they had to get to the border and leave the caravan is that um, they were bullied, They uh, suffered inter-caravan persecution and poor planning, interfering with the members' abilities to eat and bathe on a regular basis. So in other words, they need asylum from the caravan of asylum seekers. So somebody has paid for these 76. And and my question is, okay, wait a second. If, they, if they're now going to use this extra card in order to try to get here to seek asylum, does that now mean, and if we're supposed to let them in because they have some special protected class of asylum seekers as the LBGT community, can does that now mean that the left doesn't consider the other 3,000 or 4,000 of them in the caravan worthy of entry? I guess now maybe we should only be looking at, at reviewing 76 because if you're the left, if you're anti-LBGT, then you're the worst of the worst, and you're a scum, and you ain't got any business to be even on your way here, right? Okay, so you know what? I'll I'll take these 76. I'll allow them to seek asylum, and then they can go through the process. They can stay at, at, at some kind of tent somewhere south of the border in TJ. They can go, you know, hang out on Avenida Revolution, and then they can be denied, and then they can go home. So I think we've narrowed down the caravan from 3,600 down to 76 because clearly the other 3,600 should not even be given the opportunity to even ask for asylum since they hate LBGT people, according to this LBGT group. Why do we need to keep them out, all 3,600 of them, mostly men? For stories like this. Gotten almost no media coverage. In fact, it's gotten zero media coverage. An illegal immigrant killed three November 1st. Did you hear the story, DJ Carrot Sticks? No, not no. at all. November 1st. Luis Rodrigo Perez, 23, a Mexican national, is accused of killing three people in Missouri. He's accused of a triple murder. He was previously jailed. He was released in New Jersey, even though ICE had put him on a, uh, on, a de- on a detainer. He was supposed to be detained. And New Jersey released him. Then he killed two men one day. Wounding two others and then fatally shot a woman the following day this is what the Democrat Party is doing to this country that ad that President Trump ran showing that illegal alien laughing about shooting cops and saying he just wish he could shoot more and Fox News and all the rest pulled that ad that ad was valid because that ad connected the the truth. That that caravan, whether we, whether I'm being facetious, because I know the left is going to want all 3,600 to be brought into this country, even though the 3,600 supposedly mistreated the 76 LBGT, uh, we have no idea what percentage of them are going to be murdering Americans. We don't know what percentage of them are going to be raping. We don't know what percentage of them are going to be child molesters and pedophiles. We know all of them are coming here illegally. We know that. There's absolutely no excuse for this to be happening in the United States. And on Veterans Day, is this really what our veterans fought for and bled for and died for? So that people could come into this country illegally and vote and murder and rape and steal? The Obama administration, I think it was, what was it? I can't remember the number, now. 30-something thousand illegals had been found to have stolen the identity, identities of Americans. Do you know how, what kind of havoc that wreaks on your life to have your identity stolen, would it cost you? It's always incredibly expensive after you find out, and and it takes years to get it cleaned up. Years. And the Obama administration uh, made it, uh, I think they turned it from a felony into a misdemeanor so that they could avoid deportation. It's absolutely unconscionable. How many Of the illegals in Florida that the Democrats are trying to get allowed to vote right now for governor, how many of them have committed crimes? How many of the illegals in California that were registered to vote through the motor voter and the DMV in California are criminals? How many? We know that the Democrats, that sheriff... Sheriff, uh, you know, gun grab out of out of Broward County was the one rep- reportedly one of the Parkland fathers, uh, the Parkland father that doesn't get any media play from the left because he's not for gun, gun control. So they disrespect him and they wouldn't allow him to go to the March for Life. Uh, you know, he says that it was Sheriff Gun Grab who sent people into the prison to register the Parkland shooter to vote. And, yeah, people are showing that he voted. He registered Republican. I don't care. I guarantee you that's not. I guarantee you that's not what Sheriff Gungrab thought he was going to register as, but the majority of felons are going to vote and register and vote Democrat because you know they're 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 going to be looking for a lot of entitlement programs. They're a natural voting block for the Democrats, just like illegals are. And the Republicans have made a mistake by thinking that. You know, illegals in this country were shared our values. Well, you know, what makes you think they share our values? Values come. Our values are about the U.S. Constitution. They're not about an entitlement program. Our values are about working hard, and if you can achieve it on your own through hard work, yeah. But we're not about an entitlement program. So no, we don't. We don't share those values. People are the illegals coming into this country. They've never experienced our system. They're 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 being they're being trained down there to come here and ask for entitlements. That's why they're coming.
3: And they're and they're going to blue states that have sanctuary cities and sanctuary policies, like New Jersey, with their sanctuary policy.
2: Yeah, yeah, just like us here, you know. Although maybe may, maybe since Gavin Newsom is saying that he's going to give free health care and free everything to illegals, and maybe the illegals everywhere in all the other states, see if the other states were smart, then they would put they would legislate nothing for illegals, put them all here in California, all of us conservatives can leave, and then maybe we'll build a big, fat, beautiful wall between California and the rest of the country. Maybe that's the solution. I don't know. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to, there's another shocking story coming out involving California and the Thousand Oaks shooting, which not as many people are talking about anymore because of, you know, um, the, the wildfires here and the election grab um, but it's a really important story so we got to we got to talk about that when we come back
4: be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at andrea k show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at andrea k Kay, spelled k a y e
0: FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
2: This is Andrea Kay on behalf of Move America Forward. This Veterans Day, we celebrate our freedoms and pause to honor those who have served and are serving in our military. Listen to veterans in their own words.
7: I just wanted to express how important it is to receive letters and cards and packages caring for the troops because it means so much. Won't you stand with our
2: soldiers who are so very far from home and won't be home for the Veterans Day holiday? In fact, some haven't been home for over two years, have no letters, no cards, no packages from home. Right now, you have the unique opportunity to send a message of support from home, a tangible sign that these soldiers are remembered every day, not forgotten, and express how
7: very grateful we are. We are a grateful nation, and it inspires us to keep going. Somebody cares, somebody loves us.
2: And when we send our thanks with care packages full of goodies, cookies, coffee, and Gatorade, and personal care items, you get to send a personal note of thanks and encouragement to a soldier in Afghanistan, Iraq, North Korea, or even Africa, who's risking it all right now. This is a powerful way to express and show your gratitude.
7: Even at a distance, it brings comfort to us and encourages us to keep
1: going. It's great to know that someone still cares, know that there's people out there thinking about them that are understanding that they're going through a tough time.
2: Your gift of $500 sends 20 care packs. $250 cents 10, $100 cents 4. Call 8557 Troops. 8557 Troops. That's 855 787 6677.
7: Many people say thank you for your service, but they don't take a little
1: extra time to do what you're doing.
2: While supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations, La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557 Troops or give online at
4: theanswersandiego.com. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's
6: the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
4: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up. To remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your social security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of The World on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Morty Schneider. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same
0: Salem Network stations. FM ninety six point one AM eleven seventy. The answer.
4: A K. Dynamite and address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
5: I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice and uh, easy.
1: I'd like to do that for you.
3: But there's one thing, you see, we never, ever do nothing nice and easy.
2: No, we do things nice and rough. (laughs) Y'all don't know that I actually have quite the giggly side, and that's one of my favorite um, bits that my sister and I do when we get together as a family. We like to do a little Tina Turner Left a good job in the city, working for the man every night and day. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I don't even know what got us on that. DG Carrot sticks and Iverson, I don't even know. <laughs> Sometime I actually will have Sister in the studio with me and we'll actually do... Uh, some of the moves that go with it. Uh, anyway, I hope that hope you're having a good time tonight because, uh, you know, we got to have some laughs in the middle of all these serious topics. Um, you know, I, I started the show. e I should start the show easy and then do it rough. Right. But actually, it seems like I started rough. And now I'm going to get into some easier topics as we go on here, um, because I got to share with you all some ridiculous pop culture segments in a second. On a serious tip, though, uh, come to find out this gunman who killed 12 people up at the Borderline Country Music Bar up in Thousand Oaks. He had not only been visited by law enforcement and mental health officials before, but there had been a standoff. Took half a day to get him out. Gunshots were heard. He left furniture when they finally got inside. There were gunshots, holes in the walls, furniture tossed over everywhere. And yet he was cleared by mental health professionals. If that had been a husband and wife instead of him there with his mother who he was terrorizing, after O.J. Simpson, the new rule is is that if there's any kind of domestic dispute, if they get called to the home, somebody is going to the police department. Somebody's being taken in because they can't risk, you know, the life of somebody. So how in the world was he not only cleared by mental health professionals, but he wasn't arrested? That's crazy. Nobody's talking about this. No, it's always immediately the push for gun control. This is another, this is the same kind of thing that happened with Parkland. He bought that, he bought that gun legally. And there's lots of different ways in which he was able to, you know, expand the magazine. This is not an issue of gun control. He had no business. He should have been arrested. Had he been arrested for the violence that he perpetrated on his mother, his gun would have been taken from him because he would have been put in jail then it would have been illegal for him. His gun would have been taken from him. But even if they didn't want to arrest him, which they should have done, there's, it, it is mind-boggling that he was cleared by mental health professionals. We have a real problem, and, and I don't know. Maybe legally they couldn't. Maybe it wasn't enough that, that he was in a, in a standoff and, and shot up a house. I, but what does it take? If he wasn't mentally ill, then he was a threat to society and to his mother, and he should have had his gun taken away from him. He should have been arrested. It's insane. But then again, the left, you know, um, it, it, I think it was the left actually that pushed to where they said it wasn't enough for him to be involuntarily committed. Well, and, and I do think it was the left that actually pushed. When, I remember hearing Charles Krauthammer uh, talk about this many times on Fox News, that the left had pushed to remove legislation that made it possible for people to commit the mentally ill. And, you know, that's a tough one for me because I do believe in a free society, and I really don't like the idea of the government coming in and just having, you know, it, easily committing somebody. It shouldn't be easy. It should be very difficult. It should be based on clear, you know, um, reasons and clear probable cause. But if we can have probable cause that somebody committed a crime and somebody gets arrested for that, we ought to be able to know what probable cause is for somebody to be declared mentally incompetent and 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 be uh, committed and having their guns taken away. And there's never been a better example of that than the situation here. And there needs to be a push for it. My heart grieves for the lady who said she didn't want any prayers. She wanted gun control. I get that she was speaking from a place of enormous grief. Um, Her son was the one who actually had survived the shooting in Las Vegas to end up being shot at Borderline. I cannot even imagine her pain and her grief. Hopefully over time, you know, there will be a greater review of the – uh, legislation involving the mentally ill versus gun control, but to move on to something lighter, although this is very serious for a lot of people. DJ Carrotsticks, do you watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show? And you can admit it if you do.
3: I have before, but uh, not like hyped up on it or anything.
2: Okay, well, you can admit it if you are, because let me tell you, I just think that those ladies are absolutely gorgeous and stunning and deserve, you know, to be, you know, um, you know, considered just the knockdown. Drag out amazing, you know, beauties that they are. Well, but there's not enough diversity, according to, to to a lot of people on the left. They're very upset that the CEO of the company, who is uh, for some reason they've decided to say that the issue is his age. He's 70 years old. Uh, there, they are. He did an interview, and they consider his answers to be bizarre, bizarrely out of touch. In which he said that he did not want to have. Um, fully pregnant women, trans—what he called transsexuals or um, plus-size models—in his show. You know, he's a business. You know, I—I I mean, you know, would you would you tune in to see that? De- I mean, sorry, but they're... That- if I knew
3: which was which, maybe.
2: <laughs> well, you want to see a nine-month pregnant woman walking down with angel wings and in? You know, I—I I mean, you can say, I, okay, let's just be honest. They're selling fantasy. They're selling fantasy. First of all, they're a business. They've got a right to, to cast whatever they want. This is just the left wanting to find some other area that they can politicize to push their identity politics politics. Crap. Look, I, I'm a woman and I look at them and I go, I, I, I think they're stunning. They're beautiful. I like to see the pictures of, of them. I don't want I don't want to see some plus-size woman or some nine-month-pregnant woman walking in, in, in a little lingerie down the runway. No. That's not what Victoria's Secret's all about. I want to see, see something aspirational. I want to see something beautiful. And I don't think it makes... I don't feel bad. I'm not angry. I'm not demanding that they put some five-foot-two little gal in there. <laughs> right? I'm not demanding that. It's insane. You're, you're being awfully quiet on this subject, DJ Carrot stays.
3: I like that million-dollar bra.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And I say it's great that they look like a million bucks in it. Victoria's Secret, you stand strong for your vision of beauty. That's what I say. I'll be back here tomorrow night. Love you all. Have a great night.